Let's reload. I'll be like, shoes, sunset on the beach. If you want to pull up on Miami with the heat. All right, welcome back to podcast i'm here with my co-host andrew say something let's go this this was an amazing if not one of my favorite weekends of football i've seen in my entire life probably one it of the was. best weekends ever for nfl playoff football just all a lot of game winning field goals uh, a lot of last minute drives to set up field goals and some overtime thr- thrillers this week was a great week for nfl football Let's get straight into the games. Let's start with the Bengals and the Titans. The Bengals ended up winning this one 19-16. And didn't I tell you, Andrew, to not go against Joey B and go with your gut and go with Joey B? Well, you should have. Yeah, I know both of us on this one. Uh, we both thought, we did pick that in our picks. We both picked the Titans in this one. We didn't think the Bengals were going to pull it off. I don't know what was going on with the Titans this week. Um, they really didn't have a good game. Ryan Tannehill was 15 for 24, 220 yards. Derrick Henry was back off of his injury. He had 20 carries for 62 yards. Not the Derrick Henry we're used to. Joey no, B, on the, the other hand, yeah, he had an injury. He was he had like a metal plate in his foot. I, like, I, I think I think uh-huh. he's I think he still wasn't 100. percent I think he felt like he had the pressure to come back. I don't think he was a full 100. percent Yeah, very much so. I mean, this game was absolutely insane. A very good game. When, before all the other games, I thought this was a really good playoff game, one of the best playoff yeah, games in you, a while. Yeah. Look, Joe Burrow yeah. just kept staying in the pocket. He was sacked nine times in this game, which is absolutely insane, and still ended up winning. Yeah. I thought the Titans were going to win, even though I did wear a Joey B jersey to school. Uh, and one of my friends yelling in the hallway, Joey B. So I was like, that's kind of <laughs> funny. But uh, it, was a, it was a great game. I mean... Yeah. From what I see, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, though, he, he can't throw three interceptions and expect to win the game. Tennessee was just not on the same page. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, if you're, yeah, Tennessee picking off the ball on the first play, Tennessee, I think, like like South the Packers, these teams that had the bye weeks, I just don't think it was going their way. Um, Tennessee was home in this game, but Cincinnati did come out on top. They looked hot. Their line looked absolutely garbage. But Kind of a spoiler yeah. alert, but both uh, one seeds are now out yeah. of the playoffs, which is not, well, the odds which is are, kind of really yeah. surprising. The odds are uh, A lot of underdogs yeah. won today. If your odds are if you're watching this, you obviously know the outcome of the games. But, um, but I was going to say that when we were watching this, like you were saying, it seemed like one of the best games I've seen all season. Uh, but... After we've seen all these games, I say this is the bottom of all the games we saw this weekend. But this is an amazing game. One of the most savage things ever. Oh, is yeah. Joe Burrow after the game, he's in his press conference and he says that about Evan McPherson. He did a he like was stretching, did a warm up kick, and he was like, "Ugh, well, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game," and <laughs> just walks out there. The confidence he had to do that and go out there and nail that kick. This Cincinnati Bengals team, watch out, Kansas City. This is a team that could beat you. I think I think they could be the underdogs. I want them to be the underdogs. I think they could be the underdogs and make the Super Bowl this year. I, was I definitely them, think the Bengals think are healthier than Way healthier. Kansas City. I, yeah. I just I believe that in general. But and not credit like, to the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals, but it has to be said, is the Tennessee Titans losing because of the quarterback position they don't have someone like mm-hmm. josh allen joe burrow mm-hmm. patrick mahomes someone like of that category this team is so talented has a good defense a good offense is it because of ryan Tannehill that this team is not making it yeah. far 
Uh, yeah, I don't know the answer to that one. It's really, uh, he looked great all season. It comes down, uh, it's just one playoff game. We got to see what they do next year. I think they're going to keep him. He's still on contract, but we'll have to see. And another thing going into next game for Cincinnati against Kansas City. Um, the Bengals, uh, their line was absolutely atrocious this game, but I think Kansas City's line, D-line is worse than Tennessee's D-line. So hopefully that's a, that's a plus for Joey B and he'll hopefully get beat up in the backfield, but you never I know. may just throw this out there, but Tennessee... Next year, I could see maybe Aaron Rodgers we coming could. to Tennessee. That, that is a hot take. That is a, that is a hot take no, right I, there. I, Aaron Rodgers could come. I, I honestly yeah. don't think, I think he'll come to Tennessee, I think, but it is an option. I think every other team yeah. is looking out there and see why not have Aaron Rodgers. You yeah, know? I think I have my but, prediction. Uh, I have my prediction what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. He said, well, we're not on that game now, but I'm just going to cover it. He said he is going to take, like, I think he said he's going to take some time with the team, with the fans well, in Green Bay. And then let's he's move gonna on take, to that wait, game. And then he's going to take, yeah, we'll move on to it. And then he's going to take some time away from the team. Well, Once I'm done with this, we'll move into it. He's going to take some time away from the team, and then he's going to make his decision if he's going to go back to the Packers, if he's going to retire, if he's going to join a different team. I personally think he's going to retire. But let's move oh, on wow. to that game. All right. Yeah, now that you said something about it, let's move on to it. it. The San Francisco 49ers beat the Green Bay Packers without scoring an offensive or a defensive touchdown. Andrew, if you told me that the 49ers were going to win this game without scoring an offensive or defensive touchdown, I would have told you, you are absolutely nuts. But that's what happened. Robbie Gould's field goal mm-hmm. ended up giving them the win 13-10. to Wow, what a stunning event. Robbie Gold, forever Chicago legend. Forever Chicago legend. I'm just saying, George Kittle grew up a Bears fan. Jimmy Garoppolo grew up a Bears fan. And I'm saying, Robbie Gold, he played for the Bears for a long time. They were meant to be in that situation to screw Mm -hmm. the Packers over. I'm just saying, as a Bears fan, that was kind of sweet to watch. But how, Andrew, how did this team collapse in such a way that they did? Yes, how did Green Bay collapse? Two simple words. Special teams. Your special teams line, you need to block. They had a block punt and a block field goal. That block field goal would have brought the game into overtime if Robbie Gold were to the score would have been the same. It was ten to thirteen in the final score. If the if the Packers made that field goal, they would have gone into overtime and Aaron Rodgers could have had a chance to redeem himself, possibly move him on to the next round to go against uh the Rams. But Nope, that did not happen. The Packers did look absolutely atrocious. Their in this defense game. did show up in Their this game. Did. It was it, a defensive game. Up and it, it was a defensive great. game. I mean, given the conditions weren't as great out there and uh, Jimmy G wasn't 100%, but their defense did play well enough for Aaron Rodgers to get back in this game. But you had Aaron Rodgers and you only scored 10 points. That is very atrocious from that. the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Aaron Jones had a great day receiving, though. He had nine receptions for 129 yards. Very good. Um, Jimmy G could not get the offense rolling at all. They didn't score a single touchdown this game. They got a pair of field goals to show for it, but not a touchdown. But yet, they are moving on to the NFC Championship game, which should be very, very interesting. Yes, most definitely. Um, I think this... This Niners team has a chance to make a make an impact if they could get Debo going. Debo was limping at, towards the end of the game, but I so think it was they Kittle. Get, so, so was Kittle. Kittle. They were all yeah, they're all, just all banged up. Who I think knows the condition yeah, of Garoppolo's Jimmy Garoppolo's arm, his hand. hand. This is a banged I mean, up team. But they still they keep they fighting and they top. keep they digging. Keep fighting, yeah. Um, they keep defying the odds they of what are, we believe thing, they should win. Yeah. 
Another thing is they're going to be in SoFi, which is a lot, lot warmer than Green Bay. So we'll have to see. It's a lot warmer, and there might not be as much of a home field advantage. If you remember back in the Mm -hmm. regular season, San Francisco played the Rams in SoFi. And the San Francisco 49ers had more fans there. It was more like an away game mm-hmm. in the in SoFi, which is absolutely insane to think about. And it's also insane to think about the third team in the NFC West is going to the NFC Championship game to play another NFC West team. Uh, absolutely great year for the NFC West. That division is, has a lot of really good teams. Yep. But credit to Jimmy G, credit to Kyle Shanahan. Get in together and they'll they'll win. I mean, I wonder if the I'm just I'm just gonna put that this out there. Um, I wonder if that Rogers rate includes choking in NFC Championship game or playoff games. I don't, I don't know if that Rogers rate includes that, but uh, mm-hmm. give me the Mahomes rate then, because at the Mahomes rate, whoo, that's a good rate. But let's go into the next game. The Rams beat the Buccaneers 30-27 to with a 30-second drive from Matthew Stafford to set him up in, in uh, field goal range to advance them. Yep, this this just is an absolute super team. You see this, they got Matthew Stafford from the Lions. Cam Akers came back off of injury. Van Jefferson looked insane. Cooper Cobb, OBJ, Tyler Higby. Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they're just bringing all their guys together. I think Rams, they're going to win the Super Bowl. they got to do it now. They're in the best possible situation. They're most likely, I think they are, favored against the Niners. They got the home field advantage. Although the Niners are their kryptonite, I think the Rams could pull it off. I think the Rams could make it to the Super Bowl. But on the other hand, i got to give credit to Tampa Bay. They were fighting till the very last minute. I think this Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay team... Would be, would be so much better if, let's say, Chris Godwin was in. They didn't have so many injuries. They didn't have... I think the only time all their starters played together was week one and then the Super Bowl last year. So that says a lot about this team. But Tom Brady was 30 for 54, 329 yards. I, people are saying Tom Brady's going to retire. I think he goes one uh, more year. I think he goes one more year, tries to get the Super Bowl His contract title. ends up this year, and Rob Gronkowski said he's thinking about stepping away. I do think he'll retire. This is his last game he'll play Gronk in a Bucks uniform. Tom Brady. Uh, both of them. I don't really? think they'll return next year. This is the last year that uh, Tom Brady will play. Uh, but just to, just to add on to what you said, I mean, the Rams tried to throw away this game plenty of times. Yeah. Cam Akers showed why he had a bit of rust on him. He fumbled two times. They tried to turn the ball over so many different times. Snap went over uh, Stafford's head when they just got a turnover. Mm-hmm. and A lot of different things. And they were looking like they were coming back. They tied the game up. But they gave Matthew Stafford too much time. Like I said, I said last week mm-hmm. that it was going to come down to a Matthew Stafford drive down the field you to win the game. That. And he's not. He's built for that. Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford is built for that. And in that moment, you could see Sean McVay go up and congratulate Matthew Stafford. And I just have to believe he said, that's why we got him. That's why we got our guy. Because Jared Goff wouldn't have been able to do that. That's why we got our guy right there. Mm-hmm. Two throws to Cooper Cup. Absolutely amazing. Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford are connecting like that. They're like the new Devontae Adams and uh, Aaron Rodgers right they're there. What everyone thinks Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are. To me, what this Rams team said, and I said it before, 
It reminds me of what the Buccaneers were last year. A lot of talent. That defensive talent is absolutely insane there. Jalen Ramsey got burned a couple times, but I think that's just because Mike Evans. Mike Evans yeah. uh, is an elite wide receiver, um, so he's he deserves some respect. And that was he definitely uh, got some respect for me. Also, with a, he had eight receptions for 119 yards and a touchdown. Very good from him. Leonard Fournette yeah. really didn't have a great game running the ball, but he had 51 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, if when you have two touchdowns, that's pretty good. Tom Brady just kept throwing the ball, throwing the ball. It seemed like he was kind of off mm-hmm. uh, through half the game, and maybe if he wasn't off through half the game, he could have rallied the guys back. And, and uh, he did rally him towards the end, but uh, maybe win. And yeah, he, another thing. It's off to a better start. Another thing I want to mention, touching on the Jalen Ramsey burning, I think just get credit to him because think of it, those cornerbacks go through so much during the game. You either four, three to four plays per drive. There's like probably five drives, six drives, four or three defensive drives. You just got to keep running, following the receiver, especially if it's against a guy like Mike Evans who has elite route running, and you're just chasing him. You're obviously going to get burned. You're going to be tired, like we saw in that Bills game, um, but. There's just defensive get beat. Uh, Von Miller looked amazing this game. He got, I think he had a few sacks. Uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah, and he, had, he had a strip sack. Yeah, which, he had a strip sack. I mean, when you're Sean McVay and you realize yeah. you traded for Von Miller and you traded for you're Nancy Stafford, you're you're expecting those big plays and those big moments. And yeah. and those guys showed up. They showed up. Uh, credit to the Rams going away. That was a tough crowd. It seems like that crowd was very loud at times. It looks like Matthew Stafford was having some trouble hearing in that, which uh, could be mm-hmm. interesting if uh, if a lot of 49ers fans show up to SoFi. But um, who knows? Credits to the Rams in this one. And, um, yeah, the Sean McVay is heading to the NFC Championship game once again. Uh, so credit to them. On to the next. Let's head into the next game. That game is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Beat just barely beat the Buffalo Bills forty-two to thirty-six. What were your thoughts on the game, Andrew? Screw it, Tyreek down there somewhere. Hand the ball to Tyreek. That's all it takes with this Kansas City team. You got Tyreek, get him the ball. You'll win games. Um, Buffalo, this team looked absolutely amazing. This is like the fourth year in a row now. I think they lost to the Chiefs attempting to make it to the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship. Credit to the Buffalo Bills, dude. They looked insane. Losing to the Jaguars, bouncing back, having a perfect game against the Patriots. Josh Allen is not done. Josh Allen is not done. I mean, the this game was absolutely insane. A lot of offensive going. Uh, Patrick Mahomes would throw it, but I thought it was it was more impressive when Josh Allen was making those throws downfield. Not mm-hmm. because uh, uh, he has less talent. No, I think he actually has the same, if not more, talent than Mahomes. I just believe that uh, it's very hard to go in away stadiums, and with that yeah. crowd being as nuts as it was, to being able to deliver and throw touchdown passes that were absolutely in. Saying Gabriel Davis had himself a day with eight receptions, 201 yards, and four touchdown passes. Not passes, catches. Absolutely insane from him. Uh, you just can't give Mahomes 13 seconds and two timeouts. And they played so far back on the defensive side. So much in prevent. They didn't want uh, Hill to uh, burn him over the top or something like that. 
that they needed to actually play some defense in that situation, and that's what kind of led to their downfall. Yeah, I mean, the Buffalo defenses looked insane this year. They were just, both defenses were completely burned. We knew going into the uh, going into overtime that who was ever going to win that coin toss was going to win the game. Both teams were driving in the fourth. It was 15 points scored by Buffalo in the fourth, 13 by Kansas City. That is insane. I think it was like, it was like 20 points in... 30 seconds or something. It was but, something insane. Yeah, it was something it was like, like that. Two minutes. Like, last but two we, minutes was we like definitely knew whoever was going to score the first touchdown in overtime was going to win the game. But definitely credit to Buffalo, credit to Kansas City. Now we've got to see Kansas City versus Cincinnati in the NFC Championship. It was absolutely insane. And, and going back to the overtime rules and the fact that the over, overtime rules are absolutely unacceptable. For yeah. a game to come down to this flip of a coin... And knowing that these two offenses, these two great offenses that have just put on a great performance, that only one of them's going to, um, we know that only one's going to win, but one that only gets an opportunity. I mean, Mahomes just gets an opportunity, scores a touchdown. And the, Josh Allen doesn't get an opportunity to maybe go down there and score and continue. I, I just don't get that. I think it needs to be reformed. I don't think it should be good, the college football rules because those are absolutely insane if you think about the the wear and tear on a on a NFL body yeah for them um at that late in the season too i do think it needs to be reformed and how i would do it would be each team gets the ball at the 50 they just stop and they get it at the 50 and they if both teams score we'll go to a two point if one team doesn't score and one other team does score, they win. If if they both make it, then they go to a field goal. Let's see. A field goal from like 40 yards. Then we'll back it up to 50, 60 yards. Something like that until somebody wins. I think would be a lot better opportunity and give everybody opportunity to win the game. Um, yeah. I just think it's absurd that this overtime rules has to come down to a flip of a coin. Yeah, I'm going to read off the current NFL overtime rules or what I've highlighted on it, and I'm going to give my two things which I think they should change it to. So each team gets two timeouts. There's a 10-minute period. In the playoffs, it's infinite periods or infinite overtime periods. Um, each team gets three timeouts during a half. Well, that's regular season. Never mind. Two timeouts. Um, sudden death play. So if you get a field goal, the other team gets to answer, but if you get a touchdown, the game's over. Um, what I was going to touch on and say what they should do is I think, because the coin flip is kind of bogus, because you flip a coin, other team gets a shot, and then the game's over if they score. The de- Really, it's a defense. I get it because like, your defense has to be strong, but at that point, your defense is so burned out. I think what they should do is either A, give the team that had the best stats during the game, or potentially the best stats, I don't know, just evened out or something, give them the ball first, or this is what my preferred thing would be, give the team... The ball, each team gets, like, a chance to kick off. But, like, it's, like, what it is now. They do a coin flip, but then, they like, basically what it would be with a field goal. So, like, if Chiefs would get the ball, they'd score. The Bills would get a chance. The Chiefs would have to kick it off to the Bills. The Bills would get a chance to answer. The Bills don't answer. The Chiefs win. Kind of like what it is with a field goal in overtime. I feel like that's fair. And then if the Bills answer, uh, it goes back to the Chiefs, and then whoever doesn't answer the opposing touchdown loses the game. That's what I would think. All right, let's go into uh, – we, we already voiced our opinions on the overtime. Let's go into some NFL news. 
And I'm going to start us off with uh, something that just kind of released kind of two hours ago. Uh, it said the Washington football team tried to trade up for Bears quarterback Justin Fields, but he was, but the asking price was too high for Washington to move up in the draft, which is very surprising. Uh, they're not the only team that said they wanted to move up. Uh, the Vikings had said they wanted to move up earlier in the draft to get Justin Fields. So there's a lot of different different things, and uh, I think that is a very interesting fact to share. And uh, the Cardinals owner was disappointed with how the Cardinals finished out their season. They got embarrassed in their playoff game, and I... I believe believe that, and that's, uh, who knows, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury uh, could be gone. Another thing is uh, Tyron Matthew remains in concussion protocol ahead of the ASU championship huge, game. Huge, huge. Huge, huge. Uh, injury from his own teammate, actually. I had, had uh, contact from his own teammate. And then Bucks tight end Rob Gronkowski, unsure if he'll return for another title pursuit in 2022, which is very, very big for this Tampa team because we know as soon as Tom leaves, as soon as Gronk leaves, they're done. I mean, they only signed two-year deals. Tom's deal expires, I believe, this year, and so yeah. does uh, Gronk's. So I, I believe it could be time to hang up the, hang up the, the pad I think, and do it. I think what I hope, I hope Tom, they sign Tom, one-year deal. Tom wins the championship, hangs it up. Then I don't think he ends his legendary career like this. He can't end it this close. Well, what is, of a game. What does he need? What does he need to prove, though? I mean, he doesn't exactly. Really He's to proved prove everything right. he can. So he can just walk away right now. He doesn't need He could have walked away 10 years ago. He could have, but he didn't. Yeah. He's, but he could walk away now. Yeah. And I believe at his current state in life, he's got enough money. He just wants to be a, a dad probably. Yeah, he just live out of life. Very much so. And I, that's why I think he might like retire this year. And um, Sean Payton saying that he doesn't know any of the future. He doesn't Chicago? know. There's... Chicago? There's so much in debt right now. It's abs not in debt. There's so much. That I think there's seventy million something. Oh yeah, the Saints are like the lowest in cap space in the league. And cap space. Uh, it's not like they had great players too. They had they're running the third string for a while, but I mean, I think Sean Payton. Hey, come to the Chicago if you don't want to stay with the Saints. I mean, he went to Eastern. Uh, he's a Chicago native. He probably grew up a Bears fan. So, uh, we'll gladly welcome you. <laughs> Yeah, very very much so. I, I Nobody really knows the future for Sean Payton in the NFL. All right. Moving on to the next segment. Um, we're going to cover some NFL free agents. We'll cover the draft picks. We'll cover all of those that good stuff in the offseason. But right now we're going to cover free agents. Who's going to be a free agent, notable free agents, and all that stuff, and what teams you think they're going to go to. All right, yes, most of you know so. the and number just to, one. Uh, just what? to go over something real quick, it's the NFL cap situation, and these teams it'll be, it'll affect them to kind of make some moves this off season. Yeah. Some will be screwed more than others. Like let the Saints have the least with over seventy four million dollars under in the cap. They're gonna need. Under over over the cap, so they're going to need to cut players. Packers forty million over. Cowboys twenty one million over. Vikings twelve million over. Giants seven over. Titans six. Rams are five million over. Falcons are four million over. And then you got the teams with the most 
the top five most would be the Dolphins with seventy million free, Jaguars with fifty nine million free, Bengals with fifty fifty nine million huge. free, Chargers with fifty eight million free, and then the Jets. And those two teams, the Bengals and Chargers, have a lot of money, and I believe they'll go out there and they'll spend it they on some notable free agents. Maybe not like, yeah. to build their team. Some of these guys are going to list not like the Bengals and Chargers were bad this year. They were both amazing teams. They could use some extra weapons, some extra help for Justin Herbert just, and Joey B. But, all right, let's get into these uh, notable free agents. Number one, the most notable free agent, I'd say, Devontae Adams. Most of you guys know him. You've got to know him. He's on the Green Bay Packers. His contract is up this year. Um, I, I think could, he'll get franchise day. I think either two things will happen. They'll release him because he's negative cap space. I don't think they're going to release him. but or, or three things could happen. He'll go with Aaron Rodgers to whatever team Aaron Rodgers goes to. Or if Aaron Rodgers retires, Devontae Adams, could I could see him going to the Chargers or Bengals. Whoever has all that money, give him a good contract. Maybe he'll sign with you. I just don't think you let him walk. I think Green Bay, there's the I franchise tag option, and they will franchise tag him. He's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Some say number one right now. And uh, he's very good. I wouldn't uh, say he's say he's number one, but some people do. Uh, he's a good option, but I think that Packers do franchise tag him. And then we'll go into another wide receiver, Chris Godwin. His deal is up in Tampa Bay with him tearing. Uh, what did he tear in his leg? Did I don't he tear? Know. A, it, was, it was something. Yeah, you know, something in his leg. It was. Uh, is wait, he coming back? Is he a hundred percent injury? Is he a hundred percent? Are the Buccaneers gonna re-sign them? Re-sign him in the offseason? or will they let him walk? We don't the know. Most, that uh, the most. The most popular right team. The most popular team I saw him going to was Chicago. That's most of the rumors I've seen, but I don't think Tampa's going to resign him personally, even though he's the main weapon on their offense. I don't think they're going to resign him, but he's going to go to Buccaneers a good team. Buccaneers have $19 million in cap, so they obviously has the, have the room oh. to resign him, yeah. but who knows if they will. There's a lot here, of veterans up on that team yeah. that maybe they want to resign here, instead uh, of him or not. Yeah, here it says, um, I'm going to go, it says uh, teams that they would recommend. Uh, Devonte Adams. It said a reunion with college quarterback Derek Carr in Las Vegas is the most popular connection. With Chris Godwin, they said uh, they said Arizona or Washington are their most his most likely destinations. But I could see him definitely going to Arizona. All Arizona right. could be a very good option. Then he got Chandler Jones from the Arizona Cardinals, an edge rusher. Um, Chandler Jones. Uh, he missed. The three quarters of the NFL season with a bicep injury, but he could be healthy and and uh, make a landing spot on a new team because who knows if they'll re-sign him. Another notable thing about him is he's 32 years old, which is pretty old. If you're going to sign him to a good contract or a decent contract, you're going to need to uh, uh, keep his age in notice and uh, got to make sure he's healthy. And... The most recommended team for this, I think, is the Tennessee Titans, which I could definitely see on his on their amazing defense. All right, the next one, Von Miller, Von Los Miller. Angeles Rams. I believe he's 32. He's a little up there in age, um, but I could definitely. He said, I, he, yeah. he said he wants to stay I think a I could Ram see that. for the rest of his career, and I believe they'll get something out. They'll work something out. They just traded for him, so I think I don't think he'll leave, but he it's a possibility we're saying it could be, but. We don't think it's very likely. 
I so we're not going to spend too much time on that. We're going to go into a guy who is definitely leaving. We know that for sure. Allen Robinson is going to leave Chicago at the end of this year after being franchise tag, and he was very vocal about how he didn't want to be franchise tag. He wanted to stay in Chicago. He wanted a long-term deal. Well, he didn't get that long-term deal, and I think it'll be time for mutually to part ways with Allen Robinson and the Chicago Bears. Could be very interesting to see where he goes. Yeah, um... I, I definitely uh, the recommended teams here are Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Cleveland. You could see him going back to Jacksonville. But I think like we've I, mentioned in the past, we Allen Robinson was Mitchell Trubisky's target. Like right now, Darnell Mooney is Justin Fields' target. So I don't feel like he's needed on the team anymore. If Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere, I, I would honestly see Allen Robinson yeah. following. I think that would be a, a good fit for him. And he he probably wants to play with Allen, uh, Allen Robinson, Aaron Rodgers would. So... Who knows? He's a very quick wide receiver. He's a very good wide receiver. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, another notable free agent would be tight end Dallas Goddard from the Philadelphia Eagles. Goddard is a very, very good tight end. Um, he was paired up with Zach Ertz earlier in the year. Zach Ertz got traded. But Dallas Goddard, a very good option. We've seen when Gardner Minshew was in, he targeted him a crap time. Mm-hmm. Very much so, and I can maybe see him going to uh, maybe re-sign with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think he wants to kind of do that, but if not, he has the option to go somewhere else. Yep. Uh, another one is Mike Williams, who is on the L.A. Chargers. Um, He is projected to go to Washington. A bunch of these guys are. Um, but I could definitely see him going there. I could see him re-signing with the Chargers. He's been a good weapon for them this year. Not much to say about him, but the next one, major one that I see is Cortland Sutton. Uh, he's returned from a torn ACL in 2020. Uh, he's on the Denver Broncos. He was their number one wide receiver this year. He has been in the past. Um, his Really his biggest factor is a knee injury. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, his projected teams are Jacksonville, Cleveland, or even Green Bay if they have to replace Devontae Adams. Yeah, very much so, and uh, another safety that is in the free agency market that could re- resign or could not is Jesse Bates from the Cincinnati Bengals. I'd assume if the Bengals make a run that he'd want to be re-signed, but say that that he makes a Super Bowl and he wants to get paid, maybe the Bengals. The, the Bengals don't like to shell out, shell out a lot of money. That ownership does not like to mm-hmm. do that very often. So I could see Jesse Bates walking and going to a different team. Uh, who knows? He could go. I don't know where would he go. Uh, recommended for him. They said again, Washington football team, or he'll resign with the Bengals. That were the two top ones. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Washington football team, but I mean, yeah. who, who really knows? Another edge rusher that is very good that is coming up and is dealing. I don't think he'll resign. Is Jadavion Clowney from the Cleveland Browns? Mm-hmm. Uh, he played kind of a quiet role, but he played pretty good this season. He's a very an elite, explosive, and powerful edge rusher. He um, he's very good at stopping the run too, as well as as uh passing. He's a three down edge guy. Uh, I I do think he could go anywhere. Really, yeah. he has been everywhere. He's been at the Texans. He was with the Titans, and he went to the the Browns, and now he's going to leave and maybe go somewhere else to get the most money. He, that's what I think. I think he's going go to a, go to a contender, though. I don't think he'll stay at Cleveland, but so I think he'll go to a contender. Maybe he'll go to the Chargers. Maybe he'll go to um, 
Cincinnati, maybe he'll go to. Dang, if he's in the Chiefs, that'd be really oh scary. Uh, something yep. like that. The Rams, maybe the Rams can find some money and True. get him in. But nobody really, really knows. Yeah, all right. I think the Rams for sure for sure would keep OBJ depending what contract he has. He's been amazing this year. But all right, next one is Stephon Gilmore. He's on the Panthers now. You know him. He was on the Patriots forever. Um, I think he's up there in age. He was traded to the first. Panthers. Yeah, he was traded to the Panthers this past year. Uh, I, I know. Would I, stay with the Panthers. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he'd stay. I. I'd really, if he doesn't stay, I'd see him going into free agency and sitting in free agency for a while. I don't see him going to any team, really, unless they need some uh, important help. But another need, guy that's, help. Another guy that's very interesting that I find super, super interesting is wide receiver Michael Gallup from the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. He's shown a lot of flashes of being very good, and he's on a team with a lot of talent, so he might not get the, the balls that he really needs. He's got very good route running. His footwork is absolutely, absolutely great, and he's got some good separation. Um, very good ability to catch the ball, and I believe if he goes to another offense, he could be a number two to number one guy there. Yep, and then the next one that I got is cornerback J.C. Jackson from the New England Patriots. Um, he's been playing for wait, how old is he? I don't know. He's on a he's on a he's projected contract for four years, sixty million dollars. Uh, his team's projected are Dallas and New Orleans. His strengths as a receiver, like ball skills, and yeah, hasn't been nearly as effective in zone. That's his weakness, but he very rarely gets deep beat beat deep, which could be very important for the Saints and Dallas if they need to pick up their defense, maybe a offset to Trayvon Diggs. I'll cover the next one. Very important one. We just covered him earlier. Tyron Matthew. He's been a very, very important part of this Chiefs team and their Super Bowl runs and their defense and in their secondary. Um, I think I personally see him re-signing with the Chiefs. Um, he's had a Logged over a thousand defensive snaps in the past four seasons, which is amazing. He was really only injured for the beginning of this season, but yeah, that's pretty much with him. Very much so. And now uh, another thing that breaks my heart: Akeem Hicks is <sighs> his contract ends, but and I don't believe he'll resign with Chicago with nope. the new GM coming in. I don't, I don't believe they'll kind of want him in the locker room anymore. Uh, he hasn't played many games in the past two seasons, but he said he wants to retire a Chicago Bear. I could either see him retiring or going to another team that gives him a crap ton of money. Yeah, he's, he's been a very good guy, but he just needs to stay healthy. That was his main problem in Chicago problem. for the past two years. Uh, very much so, and I think we'll uh, wrap it up there for right mm -hmm. now this week. There are some more notable free agents that we did not touch on. Mostly we didn't touch on a lot of offensive linemen. We can get back Another to one, you on that. One more, one more I want to touch on. You guys obviously know is Antonio Brown. I don't think he's going to go to a team. If he does, uh, I can see him possibly going back to Pittsburgh. But, yeah, that's pretty much it with that. Yeah, uh, and let's head into the championship weekend. The AFC and NFC championship game. We'll spend a little bit of time going into that game and seeing who might win. Let's start with the AFC championship game. The, the Cincinnati Bengals are traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs to play them. Do you want to? Who do you, uh, you, you go think is going to win? Do you want to go over scores from last week? We already did win over scores from last week. No, well, I mean our totals of our picks. Uh, sure. So, wait, I got to see the scores because we picked some good scores. Hold up. Oh, I was I was the closest for the Bills when I said forty two thirty nine. It was forty two thirty six. But 
for Bengals Titans, we both said Titans. I said Titans 32-24. You said Titans 35-28. Uh, we'll say we, Lower. T- say we tied that one. Um, Niners Packers. I said Niners. You said Packers. I said Niners 28-27. You said Packers 30-23. I said Rams 32-17. You said Rams 32-29. You were really close on that one. Um, Bills Chiefs. We both said Bills. I said Bills 42-39. You said Bills 47-42. So I got the only actual pick, but if we're doing score-wise, then I'd say we tied. All right. For oh, all right. Let's get head into the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Cincinnati's going to head to Kansas City. Andrew, I'm going to let you make your first pick. Who do you think's going to win this oh, game? Oh, God. All right. You know, I'm going to learn from my I'm learn from my last mistake. Cincinnati has looked incredible going against a very, very good Tennessee team. Even though Tennessee didn't come out and shine, I think Joe Shiesty, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, they're going to come out on top. Very much so. And if you look at the last game they played, Cincinnati against Kansas City, uh, Jamar Chase went off in that game with 11 receptions, 266 yards, three touchdowns. I do think the Chiefs kind of will shade towards Jamar Chase, so it's going to be up to Tyler Boyd and... and, uh, T. Higgins on on uh, catching the ball and maybe on uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, these teams are very good. I believe it's going to be uh, a, a very 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 good game. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, going to be very good. In the last game that they played against each other, Joe Burrow was thirty of thirty nine for four hundred and forty six yards and four touchdowns, and Patrick Mahomes was twenty six of thirty five for two fifty nine and two touchdowns. So there's going to be a lot of throwing around in this game. I do expect. Kind of the same as the uh, Bills game, but uh, yeah. going into this, uh, Cincinnati is rolling with the kind of momentum, like yeah. defensive momentum uh, a lot more. I mean, that offensive line very much so for the Cincinnati Bengals is very kind of not peaking at the right time. They, they were sacked nine times, and I think if you're sacked nine times in the Chiefs game, you're going to lose. Uh so I'm very concerned about that offensive line. I absolutely love Joe Burrow. Absolutely mm-hmm. love Joe Burrow. But you picked Cincinnati. I'm going to have to pick the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. Hey, they're heading in at home. Patrick Mahomes in the NFC Championship game, very good. Last week, they only needed 13 seconds to kind of score. It's going to be very interesting to see Tyron, Tyron Matthews not going to be playing this game which is very bad. They're going to need somebody. Maybe they sign somebody off of uh, a free agency, convince an old guy to come out of retirement like Eric, Eric Weddle did to come out of retirement for the Rams. Who knows? They're going to need to kind of double uh, Jamar Chase. You take Jamar Chase out of the game, it's going to, up to be up to T. Higgins and uh, Tyler Boyd in that aspect. But I do think Patrick Mahomes with uh, the ability to spread the ball around the field and uh, move not only vertically but horizontally down the field, get some jet sweep motions. You get um, the Cincinnati defensive line very tired from moving horizontally throughout the field, like doing some jet sweeps and all that. You can very you can tire out this Bengals team very quickly. I do believe that uh, Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have way more experience being in this position, mm-hmm. and being at home is very helpful. This game's going to be pretty nice. I mean, forty six degrees, but I do believe that Cincinnati will not win this one. I think this is where they stop, and I do believe Kansas City could win this game, and I think they will win this game. I think it's going to be a close one. But I think Kansas City is going to win 
by a touchdown. Kansas City by a touchdown? All right, I'm going to write just KC by touchdown. Uh, just KC in general. You chose. I chose Bengals. Chose. I'm going to say Bengals by, by a field goal. Bengals by a field goal. All right. I think then, it's going to uh, be very close. I'm gonna Kansas touch, City. I'm going to touch on a what? Yeah, Kansas City has a 69% chance of winning, and Cincinnati has a 30% chance. All right, yeah, I was just going to cover that. Cincinnati is heavily favored in this. I think this game could either go two ways. It could be a shootout that either Bengals score, Chiefs score, Bengals score, Chiefs score, or it's going to be absolutely like it was in the regular season. Jamar Chase balls out, Joey B balls out, the, uh, the Bengals go off. All right. Give me... Dang, the tickets there are like four hundred and twelve dollars. Yeah. That's absolutely insane to uh, think about. But uh, let's head into the NFC Championship game. This game is very interesting. The 49ers will travel to SoFi Stadium in the Rams. And who do you got in this one? You see, this one's interesting. You gotta see. Wait, 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 wait. I, uh, hey, you got the first one. I get the second one. You told all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the second one in this one. I don't want you to kind of get this one under wraps. If we look at the last back at the last game they played, they this team did play in week eighteen. That uh, week eighteen against each other. They uh, Matthew Stafford was. 21 of 32 for 238 and three touchdowns and two interceptions. Jimmy G was 23 of 32 for 316, a touchdown and two interceptions. So there was a lot of interceptions during this game. Uh, the 49ers came back to win that game in uh, overtime, which was very thrilling to seal their way into the playoffs. This is going to be a very interesting game, given that the 49ers, even banged up, are a very, very hard team to the scheme against if by all by all means of imaginations they're very hard to uh, scheme against but I think the momentum the way LA is gonna have to win this game they can't lead by like 17 points they can't lead by 10 points they're gonna have to lead by just like three in order three or seven in order to win this game because when they leave with that cushion it's very dangerous as we saw in the in the Bucks game they got a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and a lot of just non-urgent football that could be avoided if they keep it just closer. It may keep everyone really focused and all that aspect. Uh, Debo Samuel is questionable for this game. Who knows if he is going to actually play. Andrew Whitworth for the Los Angeles Rams is questionable in this one. So that could be a difference. Daryl Henderson's on IR. But Hamakers um, uh, will take over. And he'll be the running back. I do believe the Rams, they're like the Bucks last year. And I I like the Rams winning this one. I like Mazzy Stafford going to the Super Bowl. All right. Now back to what I was saying. You see, this could either, this is going to be a very interesting game. I don't know. It all depends. Because if we see the 49ers team that we've seen in the past weeks, we've seen Jimmy G sling the ball like we saw last week. It wasn't really an offensive game. If we see their special teams show up, that could also be a factor. But if we see Debo play, we see Debo show up. We could also see some good stops in defense, like with Nick Bosa. Um, I want the Niners in this one, just to go against you. I'm going with my boy Jimmy G. Um, even though the Rams are favored 60-40 to 40 in this one, the Rams do have an ultimate team. They do have the super team. I don't... Preferably... I don't know who I'd want to see in the Super Bowl. I'd say in this, I'd want to see the Rams in the Super Bowl because if the Chiefs make it, then I want the team to beat the Chiefs. You know, we don't like the Chiefs. I mean, 
we're biased you hear you know that but elijah mitchell is playing jimmy garoppolo debo might play hopefully this this niners team seems like they're running off of a couple guys but they're really really injury prone too jimmy g is hurt uh debo's banged up they're all banged up i mean the rams are a really healthy team right now they got von miller they got jalen ramsey they got aaron donald obj I'm taking the Niners in this one by a field goal. I think Robbie Gold's going to win it again for them. Although I Robbie wouldn't mind, game winner. although I wouldn't mind seeing the Rams in the Super Bowl as well. Yes, I do not want a Super Bowl rematch of the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. We all know how that ended up, but I think Los Angeles gets it done. I think they'll they'll win this one. I think Matthew Stafford will go to the Super Bowl and compete for a Super Bowl title. And I can't wait to watch these games this weekend. I don't think they'll all be blots. I don't think I think both these games will be very good games. Very excited to see the AFC side, honestly, more than the NFC. But both games, nevertheless, are going to be great games heading into this season. And I can't wait to find out who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And uh, one more thing is, who do you? how much do you think the Rams are going to win by? Are they going to win by touchdown, field goal? I think the Rams win by a touchdown. All right. I think Matthew Stafford drives down and scores a touchdown. Final play. All right. Now, that... Not final play. Well, he'll score with about like yeah. 20 seconds left. Mm-hmm. It'll come down to the last minute like it did last game. But that is pretty much wraps up our episode. Um, We got quick summary going to the next weeks. We got this one, and then we got a week off. Uh, which is the Pro Bowl, and then we're going to hopefully try to do a real-life episode while we have that week off. We're going to do some Super Bowl coverage. We'll do a coverage on the Pro Bowl, which isn't too interesting. Well, some little fun things going yeah, around. We'll, we'll, do, rank, yeah. we'll rank all 32 NFL jerseys how we see fit. We'll rank yeah. all 32 home. We'll rank all 32 alternates. We'll do something like that. We'll do something kind of little. We'll give you a little preview. Of, yeah, we'll give you a little. Or maybe we'll have a guest on or, or two. I don't know. We don't know yet. Um, we're still deciding on that, but... Uh, I can't wait to watch this weekend of football, and I'm going to see you guys later. Look at me, look at me. I'm the captain in pilot. I'm on an island private. Don't ask me what the vibe is. I can't define it. Can't even put that stuff down and ride it. Sunshine, 24 7 clouds floating. Wait, is this heaven? Didn't even die to get here, yeah. Looking for the top.